0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Bedrock City Presents Uncanny Universe Podcast. And on today's episode, we are having a creator spotlight on Grant Morrison. Sir Sir Grant Grant Morrison, Morrison, as we found out lately. Anyway, we're going to go ahead and get into it. What's going on, guys? This is Ron. And this is Hyde. And I'm Michael. Um, Grant Morrison is a a (laughs) (laughs) One (laughs) man's (laughs) nut job, another man's... uh, uh, Chaos, Chaos Magician. Magician. For, there for we go. For the record, I mean
1: with, with Alan Moore retiring, we do need to talk about another nut nut An- job in another, the common, another common another, nut job in uh, the industry. Okay.
0: Grant Morrison's great. Grant he's, Morrison is fantastic. He's, there's a lot of books I've read that I was like, oh right, he he wrote these books. He's so. written he's written a lot of stuff. Yeah. Uh, All Star Superman, and uh, uh Batman various lots of various Batman. Batman's. Uh, New X Men, Doom Patrol, Doom Patrol, um We Three Happy.
2: We three, three Happy, uh recently, Klaus.
0: Yeah. Or Claws, oh, yeah. whichever one you want to say. Mentallo, which um, All these which we can get into later. Word. Um, Grant Morrison is one of those um, <laughs> well-respected figures in comics, uh, writers in comics, but is also known for being very uh, a weird. Weird. Oh, <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, esoteric. Yeah, esoteric. Being very uh, strange and odd duck. Um, he is a self-proclaimed chaos magician and makes no bones about it.
1: Like, why is he not writing Doctor Strange?
0: You know what? This, it'd probably be pretty good. I I think that's... I'd rather have Jason Aaron on it, but whatever. I don't know. That, that is a good question. He could probably do the mysticism stuff. But he likes to do the mysticism and the occult stuff with non-occult things, like kind of Flex Mentallo and... Yeah, Doom Patrol. Um, Doom Patrol, sure. likes to get the... and. But he also... Um, he does more of that than Alan Moore. Alan Moore is, you know, an occultist and uh, a ceremonial magician, as I learned from Wikipedia. I don't really know the difference, but I'm sure they do. Um, but Alan Moore doesn't put that in his work as much. He puts the more of the philosophy in it than the than the um, the magic with the K stuff. Cool. You know, whereas Grant Morrison definitely that's in there, right? For uh, sure, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it certainly influences work. And you go Google. Or YouTube any Grant Morrison interview. Yeah, and it is they're all is, pretty great. It is him talking in his thick Scottish accent. Oh yeah, it's crazy about magic and sigils. Yeah, and, which I'll get into in the Killing talk. Joke. And the Killing Joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You watch that. What, yeah, what, what,
2: what, it was uh, it was Kevin. He was on Kevin Smith's podcast, Uh and they were talking about the ending of Killing Joke. He was like, "Yeah, it's kind of weird that everybody doesn't get it right away, but yeah, the, the Joker dies at the end of that book, like
1: totally." Some like, people just, don't think he did. You know, it's like I was—I was, I was I one mean, of those people. To, to
0: me, I'm totally team Batman kills the Joker. He, you not so much. I no,
1: I, I don't think Batman kills the Joker at the end. of All that. right,
2: go watch. It's two, three minutes long. It's literally him and Kevin Smith. They're talking about the end of the book, specifically that last part. And he was like, "Yeah, like you can tell, like Joker says that last joke." It's already called Killing Joke. Something's happening. Whatever. Right, right, right. Makes but then sense. he's like, "Yeah, like it's it's the panels. It's laughing, laughing, and then erupts. Stop. Like it's just yeah. it's just it stops completely." Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Yeah, Batman. He killed he, him. He killed him right there. Uh, yeah, he either strangled him or he just snapped his neck." So I was like, "Sold." Yeah,
0: you just I, changed I, my mind. I, I believe it. Um, I've but I've always been uh, had that school of thought about uh, Killing Joke. Right. Which, uh, you can go back, if you haven't listened to that, we did a review of it, gosh, what, like we did. a month ago? A month and a half? When did that movie come out? Uh, beginning of August? beginning it honest, we did, the, uh, we did the book review and movie, the combo movie, movie review. Right. Which, uh, one was better than the other, we'll let you figure yeah. it out. <laughs> yeah. Swear to me. I don't think it's it. that hard. <laughs> Swear to me. but but um, Grant Morrison lists his two biggest creative influences as Alan Moore and Aleister Crowley. Which, I, I, uh, Alistair Crowley, for those who don't know, is a turn-of-the-century uh, occultist who is not a writer. Well, not a, you know, creative writer. He's a...
1: Wasn't he the one that claimed to created the Philosopher's Stone recently? Yeah, really? well, he's dead. I mean, like... Well, I'm... no, he's dead. He yeah. has the Philosopher's Stone. He's... Well,
0: I'm not... I mean, Alistair Crowley died a long time ago. Well, because he's... He was popular around the turn of the century, I yeah. think, like early 1900s. I don't mean turn of this century, I mean I turn of the, the previous, previous one.
1: But no, he was a major um, yeah, he was alchemist.
0: A, yeah, alchemist, uh, magician. He He's the one that created the term magic with the, the K at the end of yeah. it. Hmm. Because he wanted to differentiate magic. Magic from, from stage his magic, stuff. Yeah. From stage magic. Um, which, it really, magic... Uh, we'll just go ahead and, get, and magic. get... Yeah, right. We'll go ahead and get this out, out of the way. None of us buy into it. But it's... It really... Well, maybe wrong. I don't out. know. Um, but it definitely influences a good chunk of Grant Morrison's work. Um, and it's... His brand of magic is... is this the, with a C or with a K? With a K. With a "k." With, a K. with a "k." Magic with a K. Um, it's it's all about uh, the self and will and sort of like... Um, if you ever... If you know that big trend, uh, The Secret, that book that was out and everybody was... Oh, right. What, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know it's coming. basically... Basically that, but not you know on Oprah's book club type of thing. <laughs> well, there you go. The secret was on Oprah's book club, and it's basically law of attraction type stuff. If you will it, you know, you can will. So things everything
1: in... you're saying is proving my point that he's a nutshell. Oh
0: God, <laughs> completely. <laughs> I mean, I mean, he he said he went to Kathmandu and got abducted to alien by aliens because he wanted to go and get abducted by aliens. That's oh, why he good. went to Kathmandu with the, for the purpose of getting. So it wasn't on accident. Aliens. It was on purpose. And he went to Alpha Centauri. That's why they took him there. It took him to Alpha Centauri, and it was really nice. I don't remember exactly. It was like I forget how he described it, but it was very vague. It was very, uh, very Grant Morrison. Then he came back, and it influenced his uh, work, I guess. Cool. Was, well, that was while he was writing <laughs> the Invisibles. There you go. Um, yeah, Grant Morrison is a, to put it mildly, a a weirdo. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's that's that's, that's mild. Look. We like his book. Oh, he's great. So something's work this magic's working. But yeah, but <laughs> undeniably a great comics writer. Right? Yeah. I, and I mean like without there's, a doubt. there's nobody that's gonna say Grant Morrison sucks. Um but um Grant Morrison was cool, has got more <laughs> Ron just uh totally dropped his his gun. It just like it just spewed out of your mouth.
1: Ron, well,
0: whatever. <laughs> Ron was trying to spit out his gum here. I grabbed it. You and, didn't uh, grab and it, and I it. I did. I took. Oh yeah, oh, you,
1: you, you Patriots grabbed it. That's what you did. Oh, wow.
2: Hey, they won. <laughs> we did win. Uh, we might not win next week though. So.
0: Because uh, you're gonna have to put in uh, Dan, Dan Brody. Uh, anyway, we're getting, getting off <laughs> topic here, uh, talking about the Patriots' third-string quarterback. Uh, but anyway, um, Grant Morrison is um, multi Eisner award-winning. Um, I think, what's his most uh, most popular book is All Star Superman. I would say, right? Like yeah, I would or, assume or mo- most well respected work. New X oh, Men. I think that would I mean, it's kind of tough it's, because it's, and then he did it's t- he did Batman books I mean, too. So think.
1: It's, I I honestly say what's well, his most award his, his top five can be so interchangeable depending on who you ask because Batman R P is very well respected. Arkham Asylum, uh, serious House on a series Hill or. if... I don't right, remember yeah, the subtitle. Right, right. That one's well respected, uh, obviously. Um, All Star Superman, yeah. his Doom Patrol run is well renowned, and then uh, Klaus—I know right now—Klaus is, uh, like, is, is that weird. I've only awesome. read the first
0: issue, and it's great. I, had, I didn't actually know it was Grant Morrison. That seems to be a lot of the case with these things. It's yeah, you kind of writes like, a lot of miniseries, right? Like he has this new one from Graphic India Press. Oh, is that a uh, Avatar X? Avatar X, yeah. I don't really know how to say it. But I think that it's, it's right. Avatar E X at the yeah, end. Yeah, it. it's about Avatar right. X. I guess it's fantastic. It's yeah, really good. I'd, I haven't, um, I haven't I really read, read it the even, first but. two issues because that's all it's out. But it's great. Uh, but he has a lot of you know weird miniseries that just sort of come out and fly under the radar. Yep. Like um, We Three, I guess. We Three um, would be one. Yeah. Klaus, Claus. I don't. Either I don't, or. Either one. And which is which is? Let's talk about Klaus a little. Klaus a little bit. Klaus, tell, me, tell me about that. It's a, Santa, it's a Santa story, right? It's a Christmas it, book. Yes, it's a it's, it's
2: a, a Christmas, Christmas time book? book. Yeah. Uh
0: it's Would you get some of the Clowns trade for Christmas?
2: Oh, most definitely. It's kinda of, that's also kind of cool too. He's doing a one shot Christmas special Is he really? doing that time. I think it's, it's, old, it's coming it's out. Over, right? Yeah, it's uh yeah, the seven issues came out. Um it's only seven. It was only seven. It was taken between issues yeah. five and four and seven were taking a long time to come out. It's probably because of an artist. Right. Uh, it's Dan Mora. Uh, he did some of... Oh, boy. Uh, Hexed. Oh, uh, From okay. Boom, Boom Studios. Studios. That yeah. guy. Sure. Hex is amazing. But, uh, yeah, so the art's really vivid and stuff, but it's... <laughs> if you want to have another theory where Santa Claus came from, buy, read this book, because it's amazing. Okay. Like, you have...
0: Like, it's a young young Santa Claus?
2: Yeah, I mean, but he's... But he's not
0: delivering presents yet.
2: No, well... Well,
1: he is. <laughs> <laughs> presents
2: Towards <from> the... death. <laughs> if you read the first issue, you're going to get hooked. Because there's a mystical element to it. Right, well, duh. Great. <laughs> um, yeah, so, towards the end of this, end of this book, he has... He, he's setting up camp to, you know, rest. Sure. And he he goes through this mind trip. Uh, b- beforehand, he yeah. did some type of... Uh,
0: Some sort of hallucinogenic drug? Substance, yes. Which, Hant Morrison, uh, uh, Hant Morrison, Grant Morrison. (laughs) Yeah, Hant Morrison, yes. um, Well, the reason I said that is because he, he, um, will tell you he does a lot of hash. Oh, cool. Like, every day. Well, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) no (laughs) surprises there. Yet again, no surprises there.
2: Yeah, but towards the end of the book he has this, uh, weird vivid dream and when he wakes, uh, there's presents surrounding him and then he goes, A presents? No, it's, 40, oh, okay. 50 plus, just like scattered presents, and okay. he, he goes, he he delivers them the next uh, the next issue. But man, it's it's so good.
0: Okay, he, we, we get Krampus towards the end. It's really yeah, it's it's amazing. Okay, um, is that who who do you who do you recommend Krampus? Uh, not Krampus, uh, class four, anybody, everybody, because right? like, cause like I mean, it's is, is does it have any objectionable content? No, it? not
2: even. I mean, uh, other than. That first part that you know he's doing well. You could there's doing a drug. Okay, it's it can be a kids book. Yeah, really I mean it's a little dark towards the end with the Krampus stuff because obviously. But, I mean, he's, not
0: like We Three. Like I will never read We Three because of the the animal aspect. Of it. No, not at all. So no, like, no, no, no. it's not like, or some people won't read um, Crossed because of the violence. Right. Exactly. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. It's
2: it's. Mm-hmm. Or because it's not great, it's very, <laughs> it's very PG thirteen. But I would, okay. I, it could be PG other and than the drug part right in the beginning. Okay. But yeah, no, it's great. If like you want a Christmas, not at all. If you want a Christmas story, it's it's amazing. Really? Okay. Well, because I've only read and, the first issue. And the art's amazing. The art's, I
1: don't know. I don't know if I'm gonna replace that with Miracle on Thirty Fourth
0: Street. <laughs> but you know, I don't know when the movie comes out. <laughs> right.
2: But uh, the, the art's so vivid, man. He he has a way of coloring that book that just makes it look so good.
0: I, it's it's a thing where he could in th- it could in theory be a movie. Because oh, because most definitely, Grant Morrison has actually done lots of screenwriting. Yeah, um, really. He has written a screen. It didn't get produced, but he did a uh, screenplay for uh, We Three <laughs> <laughs> uh, for New Line Cinema. It yeah. has not yet been produced. Or he, will be. Well, yeah, or will be. He one wrote, of his books. He wrote the adaptation uh, of uh, the video game Area Fifty One. <laughs> Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, which as really, call, is uh, the is the arcade game that was yeah. in the movie theater yeah. lobby for 15 years? All right. Yeah. All yeah. then. Um, he's worked on some TV as well. I don't cool. remember which ones, but he's and, I oh he um, uh, he did the uh, the outline. He worked on some games too. He did like the outline for one of the Predator games, that that he, cool. Concrete he's, Jungle.
1: He's a he's uncredited, but he did help on the first Batman game.
0: Huh. Okay.
2: The the newer the newer games, yeah, the yeah, okay. the
0: Arkham Asylum right.
2: series, right, right, right. that's okay. cool. Yeah, I mean, in so, one of so his,
0: so he's real like, uh, he gets around in uh, his media, right. And know, one of his not works noticed. is
2: about to be adapted into a TV show. Oh at gosh, some point. Yeah. Uh, I'm happy. happy I don't will know if be on that. Sci-fi
0: that's, that was announced today. Announced today. It was Day. sci-fi is going to make a hap- at least a pilot.
2: Right, at least which, a couple a
0: couple pilots actually a couple episodes. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, it's only a four-issue... five, four or five. Four, it's four. So
2: I. They could just take it to where he just keeps going around with his uh, right donkey
1: Pegasus. Yeah,
0: his donkey Pegasus. <laughs> I mean, his blue donkey Pegasus. Blue donkey Pegasus. Man, uh, that's that's a book. Have you read Happy? I
1: don't uh, think you I, did. I have not read Happy. It's, um, and for some apparent reason, I keep thinking Happy and the boys are the same thing.
2: Uh, oh, my. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's
0: about right. But, yeah, he has. It's about this cop. A- X cop. X cop. Sorry, X cop. Who has? I'm going to show Hide a picture. here. Yeah, go for it. Of, uh, of his of his imaginary. Companion. You can you can just look this
2: up. Just look up Happy Grant Morrison. And Man,
1: I don't I, I,
0: it's, a it. penises, I, I right?
1: it. it's a donkey palace, right? It's a donkey corn.
0: Donkey. It does have it does a, have it unicorn. does have a horn.
1: I, it's a donkey No, Don- well, it's... Donk-a- cornices. Donkey There we go. Don- <laughs> Don- blue. Blue donkey cornices. <laughs> and um, it's a blue
2: donkey Ron, can
0: you describe Happy?
2: I no, it's it's so
0: weird. Oh, thank (laughs) God! I get out. Wow. Uh, And what I've noticed about a lot of Grant Morrison books is like the back of them, or like like the little descriptions about Mm -hmm. them. Maybe not on the Batman ones or things like that, but um, they sort of don't really tell you anything about the book. Oh, really? Um, Like okay, here. Nick Sachs, this is happy. Nick right. Sachs is a corrupt, intoxicated, ex copter and hitman adrift in a stinking twilight world of casual murder, soulless sex, and eczema. That's all right. <laughs> I, he's not wrong, that's what happens. Now, I understand. <laughs> and again, there's a there's a killer in a Santa suit. Right. And that's so who John Wayne Gacy. Yeah, oh, just John Wayne right. Gacy. So yeah, going um, back to the
2: Santa the Santa yeah, killer. Santa gimmick, yeah. Uh <laughs> he hit Santa. Klaus. Yeah, yeah it's exactly. All, it's all connected. It's all connected. I'm yeah. sure it's all connected. That's Klaus uh, ended up in Happy. Um uh, <laughs> the Killing kids. Donka Yeah. The, the
0: Pegadoncases. On the back of the book they call him a horse. Well, no, the we're calling it a Pegadoncus.
2: Happy Happy the Horse is uh, apparently his daughter's uh, play uh, stuffed animal. Like a toy, yes. Yeah and he's like, "Well, I know you from somewhere." And then he's like, "Well, the Santa Killer has your daughter, blah blah." So he goes okay. he go, he goes and looks for the Santa Killer. It's it's a weird It's a trip.
0: Book. It's a Grant Morrison book. If it doesn't
1: have that in a TV show, I'm be severely really disappointed. They would have there. to would that's have the to. book. A, that, that, that's, I mean, but they could easily just make it as a voice in his head. <sighs> no, you I mean, would have to have it. It's got
0: the feathers it, in the you would have to have book. it. Like
2: it's, it, a, it's you would have to if there's no other way to do that, it then it's not happy. It's random cop TV show at that point. What, a, what
0: about you, Hyde? Speaking like of
1: random cop TV shows, I'm missing Gotham. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's a that's, yeah, starts that's, today. Yeah. Yep. Um, well, two well, days. Two, ago. Day, two days ago, I still for, haven't for, watched right, it. For right. For right, right, I still haven't watched right, it yet. Right, right.
0: <laughs> um, but uh, so Hyde, tell me about your when you when you go to grab a Grant Morrison book. Like, what are you what are you thinking about?
1: Oh.
0: Because it's so all over the map. It's
1: so all over the map. It's my like, I love his Doom Patrol stuff. Okay. I really enjoy his Doom Patrol stuff. Because he wrote a lot of that. He wrote... I want to say almost like... Either two and a half, three volumes worth of Doom Patrol. Okay. Um, but he actually took over the Doom Patrol run after... I can't think of the, the guy who was before it. But he took it over in after in 1987. Okay. And... For some reason whatsoever, Doom Patrol's already a weird book. <laughs> if you know the Doom Patrol and you know the basic concept, it's weird. No one survives Doom Patrol, and yet the whole concept of them is... Dr. Calder, who is the leader, ends up rebuilding every member of the Doom Patrol after they die each mission. <laughs> they die every mission. There you every go. But do they succeed? They do not. They <laughs> fail. Who keeps hiring them? They fail at everything
2: that's, that's, they do. You
0: call them after you call Suicide
2: Squad. <laughs> Suicide squad. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
0: well, no, you call Doom Patrol first. Then you're like, all right, well, let's get the Suicide Squad to actually, actually do take it. care <sighs> of
1: it. So, actually, it should be switched. They should be the Suicide Squad. And and yeah, because they die. Suicide, squad Suicide Squad should, squad should be Doom Doom Patrol. Patrol. There That you
0: makes go. more sense. But um oh, man. so Dupertroll ran for a long time, but he wasn't always on he it. He wasn't
1: but. always on it. Um he took over after issue nineteen.
0: Um sorta of like um, Alan Moore. God, Alan Moore's Moore did with Swamp Thing.
1: Uh, he took it after uh Cuppenberg is okay. who was writing it. But he took he, he, he kinda made it his own. So he made it his own. Like, let's we'll put it in terms of an amp.
0: Paint the picture here, yeah. So
1: An amp like an a, guitar amp, amp. a guitar amp. A guitar amp goes, goes to fire. ten. Yeah. You have the everyday joke, well, why doesn't it go, go to, to 11? 11. Yeah. yeah. No, no, he took it to 25. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well then.
0: Because it was already a weird book. It was book.
1: already a weird book. I mean, there's there's so much just weirdness happening in Doom Patrol. I mean, on top of that, you see the first introduction of Beast Boy in Doom Patrol. Right. That's where mm-hmm. we really kind of see uh, Beast Boy. What appear. issue was is that? Do you remember? Uh, Doom Patrol 99. We actually have two copies in the story. Right Do we? Now. Nice. Yep. 7 uh, 0 for $500, if anyone wants. That's goes. it? That's it. That's it, okay. So, Mere 500 but measly measly petty cash <laughs> but he ends up introducing new characters along with the previous ones some of them had been killed off in the run prior to during one of DC's events but he creates um, Danny
0: the street I love Danny the street <laughs> Danny the street is a sentient transvestite street <laughs> and it like a physical street Yeah, he's a piece like of like a land. like a okay and he's a transvestite it's he's, he's a street, though. He's a street. He's a street. Okay. Yep. Um, and, but he, on... At Danny the Street can manifest anything he wants on the street.
2: Yeah. Okay, I know about this character. I heard I heard about this character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've That's been weird. wanting like, him to make that as a hero
0: clips for the longest time. I don't street. know how it would work. Danny the Street's great. Danny the Street's amazing. I'm waiting for him to show up in Gerard Way's uh, Doom Patrol. <laughs> if, if, I mean, you
1: know, it's just as weird, so who knows. Um, he also creates uh, Crazy Jane okay um who is pretty much just like a super level schizophrenia heck right um, but he takes over a lot of his series takes over a lot of homages and kind of not necessarily rips off but makes fun of a lot of <laughs> <You're
0: going. laughs>
1: makes fun of a lot of older comic story he did a run that kind of mocked Swamp Thing's Murder of Crow story arcs um, that ended up introducing Flex Metallo into the series. Right. I uh, love um, Flex Metallo. He, en- he ends up introducing or doing a run that's kind of like the Galactus Trilogy from the Fantastic Four, but that wasn't only his his only claim to the Doom Patrol. He created villains that were so far out there <laughs> that it was even weird for the Doom Patrol to right. go up against them. D- um, like
0: do you, like uh, just... So do, do you remember any
1: Red Jack? Who, I don't know. I don't know Red Jack. Red Jack is a near omnipotent being. Near omnipotent. Near okay. omnipotent. Who pretty much believes he's Jack the Ripper and God mixed into one person. It's a
0: good character. Excellent. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's great. Um, I mean, then they he brought in the Brotherhood of Data.
0: <laughs> the Brotherhood of Data.
1: Not D A T A. It's D A D A. Oh, Dada. Dada.
0: So so Dada is like a is like a. Uh, it's like, oh, I don't know how you say it. Like so It's like nihilism. It's like a worldview. Yeah. Do, you could be a Dadaist. Oh, I, I don't know you. if it's that type. It, it, exactly. There right? there are
1: anarchists. It's so goofy. Who fight against reality that's and that's reason. Uh, it, aven- it featured members such as Sleepwalk, who can only use her powers when she's asleep. She'll take sleeping pills and listen to Barry Manilow just so she can <laughs> use her powers. That's, that's amazing. And then the Scissor <laughs> The Scissor The Scissor <laughs> A race of beings that attack non-fictional beings in the real world, i.e. <laughs> the Doom Patrol, essentially. Okay. With large, scissor-like hands and literally cut <laughs> people out of reality.
0: Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, wh- where do you... Wh- like, is, and that's in... <laughs> that continuity DC Universe? That's, well... Doom, a Patrol. vertigo.
1: Doom Patrol's never really continuity DC okay. Universe. Um, so they
0: can't just get Superman help out with that? Oh, now it
1: is. And now it is. It's kind of weird, because it's always kind of been that Vertigo thing, but you did see the Justice League pop up. You did see Swamp Thing kind of right. show up in there. So it is and it isn't at the same time. Right. And it, I, it
0: doesn't It doesn't affect the main continuity, but other characters from the main... Can universe. show up and just right. be like, from, we need to boost
1: sales on this book. Right,
0: well, we're going to put Superman in there, yeah. or whatever.
1: Oh, man. Yeah, Doom
0: Patrol. Doom Patrol... Doom that Doom sounds Patrol's, like a weird book. I've I've been wanting to go back and read, because I've only read some Doom Patrol. I haven't read a lot of it. Um, but since they started the new one, I imagine people are going to go back and read the old one.
1: I hope so, because I,
0: the new one's weird. It is weird. Um, it's written by Gerard Way of My Chemical Romance Frames And... But he hasn't been with Michael comic in a long time. No. He's written more comics than yeah. he has and albums. Yeah,
1: I, I've enjoyed most of his comics, stuff that he does. What, it's fabulous co- Lives. Fabulous of, Lives, Umbrella Academy, yeah. and he wrote some stuff for the Spider-Verse. He wrote right? some Spider-Verse. Did. Stuff. Um, but it's kind of funny because I'm trying to figure out what's going on in this book now, and I'm reading all the reviews, and I'm looking at it, and everyone's like, it's so weird, it's brilliant. And I'm trying to find the brilliance. <laughs> I,
0: when I was looking at it, it seemed to me... It like hit you it, in issue two. You got it. Which isn't out yet. We'll right. see. Right, yeah. exactly. But to me, it seemed like it was weird for the sake of being weird, that's which kind is of, not exciting. No,
1: and that's kind of what
0: concerns me a little bit. Right. It's like, well, I can make a weird book. Like, well, Grant Morrison is making a weird book, but it's A, not boring.
1: And it flows. Yeah, it flows. So is
0: it, and there's also... So is Boring. It's not, it's, no, I, it's not boring. It's not boring yet. You're just not getting it. I'm just I not think, getting it. Okay, I think I it's gotcha. gonna be boring. I don't know. I can well, I who could knows? see that. But um but like with Grant Morrison, it's weird, but there's you know, there's this intelligence behind it and there's this philosophy and there's right. this lot keeps this you interested. Stuff, there's all this stuff behind it that, you know, you can see the gears turning right. in the universe. That it, you know, you have somebody like who thinks he's Jack the Ripper God. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> sure, why not? Yeah. Well, I know. No, give us some time. Uh, Doctor Calder in the new one, he's you only said, he's only on one page. He's on one page. And he has no dialogue. He's playing a he's, he's playing, playing electric a piano, piano in the mm. middle of Central Park. Mm. And he has and his uh, bubbles are like there's a bird. It's no,
1: it's it's a musical note, and then it's a fly. A fly. And then the fly relates back to another panel where Robot Man comes out of a euro after defeating an army, and then gets hit by a garbage truck.
2: It's all gonna it's all gonna be full circle. I'm sure. I would assume. Like I'm gonna give it five issues because it's not just Doom yeah. Patrol on its own. I'm it's gonna it- it's branching out into yeah. well,
1: multiples. I'll give it's it not, a six, which it's is not a trade. entirely all Doom Patrol on its own. I mean, they do have Shade, the Changing Girl, and they have right. Mother Panic and Cape Carson. Yeah, but right. a lot of those people don't. Those, look, a lot of those look really cool. The, a lot of them look really cool, but a lot of those never really interacted with Doom Patrol. So I don't know how that's gonna hmm. affect later on. Um, but then also the other one I would also pick out would be Arkham Asylum. Okay, um, I've never read that. If you've played the game, right you pretty much know the story for the Arkham Asylum. Yeah, it's the very first game. It's Batman gets called in by Commissioner Gordon and the inmates have taken over Arkham Asylum. Well, there you that go.
0: That seems... Okay. Yeah, um, it's the and game. And that's yeah. pretty much what and it is. And what's funny and about... And that came out before the game, though.
1: That came out before the game. That's cool. Uh, what's funny about it, though, is when he pitched the script early on, and he, it was passed around. A lot of people were like, "This is literally the worst Batman story on the planet." Really? Oh my! Yeah, what? E- everyone hated the story. Well, I mean, that—that—that that that, 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 that was what happened with
0: Wizard of Oz when they uh, when they were pitching it. It got like dismissed as like um, unimaginative and stupid, and yeah. nobody would want this. And obviously, it's not. But right. that happens a lot with really good things. People end up passing on them because they don't see the. Right, that's brilliant. But wait,
1: because a lot of it, it was very psychological. It was a heavy psychological book, um, and Dave McKean's art really played into that factor. But what ends up happening is when it succeeded, Grant Morrison went out on a press tour against DC's wishes and goes, "Look who's laughing now." There's a lot of curse words after that <laughs>
0: statement.
1: <laughs> yeah, there um, you go.
0: Yeah, he does. He does uh, like the swearing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but another random one that I didn't even know was Grant Morrison was that Wonder Woman hardcover I completely forgot about that that, that, Earth one, yeah. that, completely that, that, that Wonder Woman that. Earth One hardcover that everyone who wasn't a Wonder Woman fan ignored and wrote off until everyone told you it was good Right, and you read it and you go this is really good well see I'm not even a Wonder Woman fan No, and I
1: picked that up as soon as it came out and I was like man when is my volume 2 coming out of right.
2: I need I to read I haven't read that one yet yeah, I'm, a, I'm a little behind on the Earth One books, but... Yeah, yeah,
0: it's good. Can you tell me anything about it? Just a little so, bit. So, essentially what Wonder it is,
1: um, much like most of the Earth One stuff, we kind of get to see a younger Wonder Woman in this time frame. Um, he does some kind of really interesting things that you're like, well, I'm kind of surprised they haven't done this yet. Right. Wonder Woman's bisexual. Is she? Well, is She is bisexual in this. Growing up on an island of women... Oh, sure. Makes you would assume, you right? You assume that. I, yeah. yeah. So, she's bisexual. Um... Steve Trevor is of a different race. Okay. Um, and she it's much like her main origin story. There's a couple minor differences. Um, her love interest who is also one of her villains, Artemis. Okay. Yeah. Um, the reason that she is her villain is because Wonder Woman leaves her for Steve Trevor. Ah, okay. Gotcha. Um, so it's kind of interesting the way he kind of plays it out. And I'm Yannick Paquette's art does really well with the book um, and I was pleasantly surprised with the series. I think this is That was by far my favorite Earth One. But we
2: can't tell Dylan. We can't tell
1: Dylan.
0: No, we can't. Okay, cool. He doesn't listen anyway, so no, no. But um, another one, another big one that he did was um, that in the early to mid nineties was the Invisibles, which is another you know out there book. Um, I haven't read too much of the Invisibles, but I know it's um, it, it. You you read it for one volume, you can tell that where the Matrix got a lot of their ideas from. Yeah. Um, it's heavily, oh, really? heavily influenced by the Invisibles. Yeah, the really? Huh. It's yeah. not even funny how yeah. funny it is. Huh, yeah, that it's, out there. yeah, no, it's serious. Because I love it And, them and it's really good. And um, it's one of those things where, um, I'm going to talk about it with Flex Mentallo, um, Grant Morrison sort of turned, He, <laughs> yeah. a, this is get, getting into the magic territory. This is going to be good, guys. This is good. Um, so, Hold on, the, let me drink first. Yeah, right? there's, there's a term in Chaos Magic Called sigil magic. There's a type of magic called sigil magic, and which is really funny because when I first heard him talking about it, he's so Scottish. I thought he was saying schedule magic, like time management. I don't really get it, but it's sigil magic. And what it is is the magician will. Um, I want to. I want to get into chaos magic so I can just call myself a magician. <laughs> it's like, but other than that, like. But anyway, um, so the the magician will. Write down their desire, like whatever effect they want to happen, and will into existence. And they turn through a process. They take some of the letters from that, and they make create a magical symbol. And what that is, and then they focus it and they cast it by various ways, burning it, whatever. Uh, and that wills it into existence. I thought you feed it to a golem. You can do that too, if you can find a golem. If you can find a golem, <laughs> you have to go to Timbuktu, I think. Or maybe Katmandu. I forget where he was abducted about aliens. One of those places. Katmandu. Kathmandu. Um, one of those places with a with a funny place name, like in Bugs Bunny cartoons. Uh, you know, it's one of those places Bugs Bunny goes. It's like, I'm going to Timbuktu. Or, um, but, Never mind, I'm making my jokes to myself. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so that's what a sigil is. Uh, but Grant Morrison created the term. Um, he uses two terms for it, a hyper sigil or super sigil. And what that is, is an extended form of art. Be it... Um, you know, a, a novel, a comic book, a dance, a song—you know, something along those lines—an extended form of art He's that has good. that has the same effect. Mm-hmm. Um, that that creates something into the public consciousness, um, <laughs> and and uh, you know changes changes the reality in which we live. And the Invisibles <laughs> was the first in a trilogy. Of, trilogy. Trilogy of hypersigils that he created. He uh, created the Matrix. He did he basically did. <laughs> That's pretty much what the um, and, in
1: long term shirt. He eventually created the movie The Matrix. Right. Um, <laughs> With so, these sigils. so yeah, the
0: three books, the, his three hyper sigils are the Invisibles, Flex Mentallo, and the Filth, um, and yeah, the Invisibles is Google Yeah, basically, <laughs> but um, Flex Mentallo is by far my favorite one. Um, the Flex Mentallo uh, from the Doom Patrol
1: from the Doom
0: Patrol. Um if you don't know anything about Flex Mentallo, what he is, you have to know about Flex Mentallo, you have to know who Charles Atlas is. And Charles Atlas is um, he's the uh, the old uh Charles Atlas is the old weightlifter Yeah, the weightlifter, uh, bodybuilder. Bodybuilder guy, guy, that, guy. The
1: guy that you always see like the the weird circle the dumbbells, dumbbells, and dumbbells right, yeah. the, in the
0: old golden age comics. Yeah, and he's
1: doing the calisthenics Right. And,
0: and so what would happen is um Charles Atlas in the in the, all these ads for they'd be in the back of every comic book you'd buy in the 50s. would be in the back of everything. Of everything. 50s. Um but um and there would be little comics of skinny guy named Mac and he's going on a date uh, with the, with this woman and then this big buff guy comes in like I'm taking your girl, punches oh, him and then good. he and then he's like, I don't have to take this, I'm gonna send away to get Charles Atlas's book and I'm gonna be a real He Man. Yeah. And then he gets buff, comes back, beats the guy up and takes the girl back. And she's like, Oh, you're so strong, Mac you know. It's and so Awesome. And and he wore the little leopard short, so it looks he looks like Flex Mantella. Okay. Um and the funny thing with so that he's Mac. He's Mac. Flex is well, Mac. It's it's in the book, like the little cartoons from Mm -hmm. the Golden Age thing happens, and it is Flex, and when Flex becomes Flex, he is a scrawny guy, who, is on a date with a woman who gets taken away by a buff guy. He goes and gets huge, comes back and beats the guy up, and then gets the woman and then is like, actually no, never mind. I'm just gonna be. I'm gonna do my own thing. Bye. All right. Good good for him. Yeah, I know. Um, (laughs) So it's 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 nuts. But *Flex Mentallo* is—it's the, the, the main theme of it is love over fear, uh, and it's and it's it's Grant Morrison what he was trying to accomplish with this book with his hyper sigil hyper. was to because he th- he was saying this came out in ninety eight, so um, this towards the end of the Clinton administration he thought he thought we were living in a um, a fear based society. Which,
1: so what is he writing this year?
0: I don't know. It's gonna <laughs> happen. I mean like it, he wrote... He wrote call, heavy metal. Heavy metal <laughs> magazine. Metal, yeah. yeah, I mean heavy read his letter columns. <laughs> They're insane. But um he was uh yeah, anyway. So he said we were living in a fear based society, and the main character what's what's really crazy about the book is that it's, it's I think it's just four issues. Yeah, it's just four issues. And each issue of the book is represent represents a different stage of life and a different age in comics like um the issue one has a parody cover of a golden age book okay and it's and it's the main character wally as a young boy um and sort of discovering you know being a kid reading comics and loving comics um second is adolescence puberty discovery of sex um third um is um, being being an adult and discarding comics and superheroism and things like that, and sort of giving into the darkness. And then the fourth is full adulthood and the big reveal in the end. Big whatever. It's the book came out twenty years ago. Um, the the, spoilers. the and yeah spoilers. <laughs> Wally, the main character, is an avatar for for, for for you. No, for 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 the reader.
1: Oh yeah. It is <laughs> you know no, no no no. The only reason I say that is because. This is not the only book he does this in.
0: Oh, no. He does it all because
1: the time. Because bringing that up, mm-hmm. um, when I want to say it was Convergence was going on in DC. Sure. Multiversity. Multiversity. He did the exact same thing.
0: Yeah. he did, Right. But right. what it, what, it,
1: what ended up happening is the more you read the comics, the more you were destroying the universe right. of that person. Right. And at the end, you find out the main villain, the it, great Morrison, and he draws him. He has it, him drawn in It there. wasn't
0: that level what i mean it was more under the scenes um so the the main character is supposed to represent you the reader um not physically not like in multiversity where you're actually destroying the comic type of thing but um and in the end of the book you you find out that the villain that flex has been fighting the whole time is Wally, the main character of the book um which is crazy it's a big reveal like oh holy crap it's you know it's Wally And it's because he sort of gave in to the darkness, and like he sort of, he achieves his rock star status, and he realizes that there's nothing at the top, and you need to choose love over fear. It's it's sort of it's it's his whole hypothesis. It's a crazy crazy book in terms of the content. Like is bananas, Flex's flex mentalist powers are kind of undefined. He's just a
1: strong man, to what i have understood.
0: Yeah, well, no. Well, that's he, yeah. You would they, think
1: they, they play something a little bit more that he has some other kind of weird yeah, because power in Doom when, Patrol. When
0: he, f- the harder he flexes, <laughs> things happen. <laughs> like he flexed so hard that he turned the Pentagon into a circle. Like he can flex and like the floor will crack. Like it's it's something. Oh, ha- I don't great. know what it is. His muscles do stuff. That's so good. Um, but Flex Mentalo. That's is, a superpower. Yes. Flex Metallo is one of my most recommended books. I, I love this book. It's great. Um, it is... I just figured, never mind. Never <laughs> mind. Go ahead. No.
1: Nope. No? No, I can't do it on the podcast. Okay. <laughs> but, um,
0: f- fun fun thing again, it is um, one of the first appearances of Grant, Mo- Grant Morrison teaming up with Frank Quitely, who worked together a, on like a whole bunch a on a times not the whole first bunch. time but this is early, this is 98 yeah you know? it's one of the earlier one of their earlier works bunches um and his faces are actually okay in this um which i know is a thing that ron has a problem with he I, doesn't like I Frank just doesn't like his faces i just don't like his faces
2: i'm sorry i'm sorry guys
0: i mean i know what you mean cuz they all have it's it's knickety. a little
2: too detailed for my there's,
0: taste there's too, there's too many lines on it's it it's a little for, too detailed for when they're not cuz
2: he he's a great artist like yeah, oh, he has definitely. crazy detail it's it's a little too detailed mhm you need to read this.
0: I I, I will now. No, I wanna no I wanna flex. Yeah, bro. One day you you'll get there. You gonna you gonna get you. will get there. But um yeah, and so the oh yeah, so the uh, yeah, are you gonna I, lift now? No. No. Okay. No. Cool. I'm 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 gonna skip it. I'm gonna skip leg day. <laughs> but um no um and and another thing is the issues for this there wasn't a trade for a long time. Um the issues for this were at one time very rare and pricey. Because the Charles Atlas Corporation sued DC, because they said it's rightly obviously... so that Flex was a direct copy. Right, and, you know they're infringing on their copyright, huh. but it falls under parody. So like DC ended up winning the lawsuit, but for a good chunk of years you couldn't you couldn't read this, Huh. unless you you know wanted to fork out the money. It's sort of like um, Miracle Man. Okay, because gotcha. like for the longest time nobody really owned Miracle Man, right? So, except they so they couldn't they couldn't uh, publish it, right? Um, but now they can, as long as um, Alan Moore requests that his name be taken off of it, because um, is Alan Moore. Good old Alan Moore. Well, because they wanted to like recolor it. And yeah, no. He's like, I don't approve of this. Good old Alan Moore. But um, yeah, so that's Flex Mentallo. Um, that's It's great. it's an easy. Tra- I mean, it's an easy trade to read. It's fifteen bucks. It's four issues. It's you can read it in a night. It's fantastic. Um, so yeah, if you yeah, I'm gonna check it out. Yeah, if you want, if you wanted to read the Hyper Sigil trilogy, <laughs> pick up Invisibles. Uh, Flex metal and, and the filth. The filth is good too. The I filth, need to read. I need to read that Filth one is sure. weird. I, I wanted I mean, to read I'm, that for a long that time. That seems to be the first word that everybody uses to describe Grant Morrison books. It's, it's weird. weird, but um, but let's let's move on. Um, let's create our own books. Are weird. Another one that I know that I'm never going to read is uh, We Three. I thought you read it. No, he, three? he will.
1: He will refuse. I I'm, love not re- I'm, three. I'm not. I thought
0: he read that. No. One. no. I'm not. I said it earlier. I I'm huh. not. I'm not reading any books. You read it. Notes. I know.
1: Even even when he first started working here, I told him to read We Three. Mm-hmm. That was kind of one of the first. I books know you I wasn't reading to read.
0: Pride of Baghdad. I never. Read I know it. you're not gonna read that. I'm not gonna read. I'll tell you what it is. It's not animal death. It's main character animal death. I I can deal with like, you know, some guy's horse getting killed. Only one, one of them died. I, though. I, I so, that's why. That's why... But they I, overcome it. When Rover Red Charlie came out, I was so scared. That's what you... You read that one. Yeah. Okay, but no I knew char- it was one no of no them. No main character animal dies in that, but I didn't know that because I read it issue to issue, so... Okay. And it was Garth. I Anderson, knew so it was one the of them. I didn't know which when one. Is Red know, it's Red Rover Charlie.
2: Okay. Rover Red Charlie. Rover Red Charlie. Yeah.
0: Sorry. But, uh, f- funny thing about that, it just sounds... I, the title of that sounds like it's like a World War II buddy book or something. Yeah,
1: that's kind of what I thought when I heard it. Cause and I, mean, like, I was like, oh, oh cool, Ennis is doing another not, World War Two book. Oh, not. no, it's Dogs. No, it's it's okay, Dogs. It's, just, it's Dogs during it's the apocalypse. Okay, during, cool. during
0: the right. cross apocalypse, cool. apocalypse is what it is. Oh, that's right. I heard right. that. that is yeah. what it is. I never yeah. even put that together. Someone had to tell me that. I'm like, oh.
1: I remember reading a thing about it because it was, I think it was right after the first trade came out and someone was interviewing Morrison. And he's like, yeah, it's during the crossed apocalypse. Because, I mean, it's Avatar. Yeah. I mean,
0: and Alan Moore wrote the introduction for it for the trade. Obviously, it's, I had no idea, but it's like it's like five pages. You don't even talk about the book. <laughs> <laughs> you know, typical Alan Moore. But okay, so We Three is a book that I'm never going to read because there's main character animal it's death not bad. spoilers. It's I, not bad. I'm sure. I'm sure it is. It's not bad. It's not as bad. It's not as bad as Pride of Baghdad, which is probably yeah. one of the worst ones. Yeah. Right. Is, uh, it, Beast of
1: Burden. Beast of Burden. that pretty pretty not, not gonna happen. And but there's so, no main animal character death. Okay. It's all, like, side animals. Oh, I think. animal death is
0: sad, man. The difference, I guess, I could read Squawriors, because everything is an animal, oh, so they're you? all, like, characters. Loser. And it's like a horror yeah. book, so it's all, like, stupid violence. It doesn't... Isn't it just like Game of Thrones with squirrels? Basically... Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> they're coming out with another one. Another squirrel. Uh, no yeah, that's right. I'm stoked. Anyway, t- t- uh, tell me about We Three. Um, i I'll Go for it, man. I, so, I,
1: We Three is about a dog, a cat, and a rabbit mm-hmm. that uh, were abducted... From their homes and put into a government programming or program where they get super enhanced with these new mech suits and mind controls and they can talk and sure. kind of what's going on with Scooby-Doo. Kind essentially. of. Actually, yeah, kind okay. of. Yeah, yeah, it's essentially ain't... what's going on with Scooby-Doo yeah, exactly. right now in the comics.
0: Which is why I'm scared for Scooby-Doo. No, Scooby-Doo's fine. <laughs> no, Scooby-Doo's no, Scooby-Doo, Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo, fine. Uh, they're going to kill Scooby. <laughs> I'm fine if they kill no, Scrappy.
2: Yeah, just kill Scrappy. Scrappy sucks. i um, never like The name of the animals him. make it even sadder. Bandit, huh. Tinker, and Pirate.
1: I kind of forgot that they all had names. They Pirates the Rabbit, Bandit. Pirates the Rabbit. Bandit's, the, rabbit. Bandits the, the dog. Yeah, because he has the, the, the patch on his eye. Bandit's the dog, mm-hmm. and Tinker was and the, cat. the cat. Oh, it's a myth. I was like, oh, they have they have like pet names because I only <laughs> remember them as uh, one, two, and three. Right. Yeah. Exactly. That's all. I remember, that's it's
2: that's how they addressed themselves yeah. before uh, their keeper told. To- yeah. One of the are they from to- the same dogs? Household? No, they're all No, they're all houses, different. Okay. It's the covers for the books are actually kind of cool. Well, I think they're the covers for the books. the
1: the, the, the like my missing, my missing pet posters. It's my missing pet posters. Oh, it's sad. So, if you ever find no out way. what's what's going on with why your pet's gone missing, it's because the government's picked them up for what I was like, "No!
0: No!" Yeah, missing medium-sized dog, brown labrador mix, friendly and approachable. Uh, answers to Bandit, reward oh, offered. It's so sad, I'm, man. If I saw this cover, I'm never picking this. Book. Oh no! No, nope. you know, but it, the one thing I don't like about
1: that cover—the one it. thing I hate about this cover—is that the dog's eyes look
0: so hollow. It does. It does. does. Like, <laughs> it doesn't <a> look. <laughs> and cool. like it not does. friendly. No, not at all. And that's that's quite too, right? Yeah, 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 it, yeah. He he draws I don't know if he's uh, the cover, but um, five,
1: yeah. It's... It's a, it's a really interesting book because all three, at the beginning, obviously, all three of these animals hate each other, except for the dog. The right. dog is like a dog the, with... Yeah, the dog. Know, it's, it's a, yeah.
2: dog.
0: It's I mean, a dog. I mean, loves everybody. He's like,
2: come on, guys. We'll be together. Let's
0: stay together. We, we
2: three, good. And they, he does right. go, we yeah. three. So, yeah. like, ha, ha, ha. Oh, yeah, look, that's it says the, the title in the book. The book. Yeah. um
1: But what ends up happening is they break out of their... Well,
2: the keeper lets them the out. The keeper lets them out. Because they were going to destroy... The program they were was creating getting shut down, or the, right it, down The program was getting shut down, but they had a, a better program in place yeah. to replace it. it. Man. Man. You really?
1: know, the, the one thing I thought was worse about this is they have... Worse they're like, than Pride of Baghdad? No, no. Worse in the entire book. Oh, like, okay. I, I can deal with the end and what happens at the end, but I think what was bad is when they're testing out the prototypes for the program on the mice. Oh, And they yeah. have a drill head yeah, attached to, to one, one of the mice, mice attacking another. Attack, and they're using an Xbox they, controller. They're,
2: they're using a control. It, it looked like a Dreamcast controller. It's. Bro, and
0: what does the mouse do with the drill?
1: Well, I'm I not going to show you
0: that I, page. I, I, I no, can't. no, go ahead. Let me see it. It's Oh it's my intense. God. <laughs> oh, okay, I misunderstood. Oh no, I see. God. It's Bro, it's intense. This who wrote this? <laughs> Grant Morrison. Grant Morrison. There you
1: go. So, But what ends up happening is they get is lit this out. Is this hyper-sigil? Yeah, maybe. What's they get putting out there in the world? They get lit out and essentially government wants their property back. Like, you know, government right. always wants yeah, their property back. As they do. As they do in every movie uh, ever. Exactly. Yeah. So they send out a bigger, more ferocious version of this program. Okay. The, pro, the is program is...
2: Your post. It's... It's Is supposed it like to be to where... Yeah, it's a, it's a super big dog. It's like a but pit pit you're supposed to be bred, bred to be a killer. Yeah. Like, uh, so the dog made it a too pit much, bull, yeah. obviously. Uh, obviously. Uh,
1: man. Did get it from Michael Vick's house? <laughs> <laughs> man. Well, Can, I that? Can I say that one on the podcast? Uh,
0: yeah, too soon. Too
1: soon. But I mean, no, it's legitimately like a, a rabid pit bull. It's, oh, it's wow. insane. Yeah, yeah. No, and no, not rabbit pit bull. And that's
0: him killing the rabbit. Cool, Thanks uh yeah sorry, yeah. sorry about Spoilers. i wasn't trying to show you that but yeah, i right. know man that's that's pretty violent i mean all but I, they find a happy ending They do have they a the, third two thirds of them the find dog a happy ending. the, dog and, th- the cat. dog and the cat dog and the cat make it out okay man so, wow it's man. it's a it's a decent book though i mean it's people like it i know it's always recommended to me when i say i like talking animal books
1: 100 percent I I was bored and I've gone. It was one of those times I was like, I don't want to read a superhero book. I've gone through so many on the trade wall already. And I was like, What is this? Oh, look! It's got animals on the cover. That is legitimately how I picked this book. That <laughs> happens all the time, right? Just Pride of Baghdad. You're just like, oh. No, no, no! I knew what was coming in in Pride well, of Baghdad. I didn't yeah. expect the ending. Beast of Burdens. Leanne talked. What is Beast of Burdens? Beast of Burdens is a uh, is a group of neighborhood animals. So, like, how you know how, like, all the cat You see, like, a group of cats in the neighborhood. Yeah, they're yeah, all hanging like, out and, together. Hanging out. It's like that, but there's, like, a schnauzer and a bloodhound. Sure. It's all dogs. It's all dogs. It's dogs and cats. Okay. And they solve m- magical mysteries. That sounds great.
0: <laughs> Until... <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, there's one really bad story art in there. And it's about, like, little Timmy Michael Myers.
0: Okay. Always oh, like, killing animals. He's killing
1: animals. But the worst part about it is, is that one of the dogs is, like, seeing and hearing puppies crying or whatever, and he's trying to figure out what's going on with them. They find out that this little Timmy Two-Shoes here yeah, yeah, yeah. has been killed, had killed a mom and her puppies all the whole family yeah, the, the, the litter yeah. and drowned them like he actually tied god. cinder blocks do they to show them. this yes they do oh my god mm-hmm. they oh, tied well, cinder blocks yeah, to yeah I this, can't read that can't and read it's dropped him on the bottom of the leg they end up killing the kid for, like, the sanctity of all animals, yeah, yeah, which yeah. good for you. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> preventing a future serial killer. But essentially what ends up happening man. is at the end of that story arc is, like, the puppies and the mom are all, like, running off and turn into stars, and they're like, they finally have found peace. I'm like, no! No,
0: they're dead. It's like, well, <laughs> oh, but crypto's back, so we're okay. Crypto's
1: back, so we're good. <laughs> so we're not locked,
0: you But um, the thing with animal oh, books is so weird because I can, I'm generally a pretty good judge of if someone's going to die at the end of this. This totally sets off the alarm bells to me. We three does. But I think Beasts of Burden sounds to me like it's a fun romp. Like It is. It's a lot of fun, but then
1: you get that one little dark story in there. Right. And they're, they're, it's only in a hardcover format. They don't do it. Right. It was kind of like a weird... Like, it had one-shots here and the Dark Horse Presents, and it got really popular. It was Dark Horse. It was Dark Horse. So it got really popular, so they made it into a trade. Okay. Um, And it's... Minus that one story arc... It's actually not as dark as that. That okay. was kind of the darkest point of the Beast of Burden series.
0: Hmm. Okay, interesting. And, and
1: it's funny cause, too, because like the, the little Schnauzer and the Bloodhound are like the wise old men that know all the occult stuff, and they're mm-hmm. like, the Bloodhound's like, Yep, that's sh- happening again." <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah,
0: that's good. Wow. Okay. So, um, what else? Um, can you can you talk to me a little about a little about the the Batman stuff that he wrote? Oh, some of the other stuff, like maybe like a. You said R.I.P. was a big one. R.I.P. is a big one, um, and like there was that one that's not Elseworlds, but like Batman gets death back in time so, or something. We'll we'll start we'll start with
1: the return of Bruce Wayne, um, which out of all the Grant Morrison stuff for Batman that he's written is probably my least favorite. Really, really? Um, and it's kind of weird because I know a lot of people love this story arc.
0: I think they like it because it's you know goofy because
1: it's it, it's extremely goofy because so, it's Batman
0: going back through time.
1: What happens is is after Infinite Crisis. Batman was zapped by Darkseid's Omega Beam, and what ends up happening is he doesn't die because it's Batman.
0: Right, of course not. Batman. He gets
1: zapped back in time to caveman eras. Uh, Of course. So he is a caveman Batman that fights Vandal Savage. Cave Batman. Oh, cool. He's Cave Batman. And then something happens where he gets launched into... Fu- further in time. Further in time to the Pilgrim era. And he is trying to stop um, false witch burnings and drownings. <laughs>
0: okay. Oh, look at that's that's that. That's caveman, caveman Batman. Yeah. That's awesome. And
1: so what he finds out... and It's awesome. The yeah, that's, that's awesome. Thing, the one thing that I liked about the series is, one, you got to see Vandal Savage in it.
0: Right, because you don't see... You, you don't, don't see, see much
1: Vandal Savage a lot, but you it kind of showed that, like, hey, he's around for a very long time. Right. But what was cool about the Pilgrim story is that you find out that it was Nathaniel Wayne on the charge for all the witches and the witch burnings okay. in Gotham. Hmm. And every place that he gets dropped into, it's that present it's the, time Gotham. Uh, Gotham, yeah. Yeah, okay. so he's like Cave Gotham and Pilgrim Gotham. Okay. And then he gets sent to the Old West and has to deal with Jonah Hex and, once again, Vandal Savage. And there is this box that has the power to destroy the twenty first century. And so the Justice League is trying to get to him because if Batman returns to the twenty first century by himself, he's going to destroy the world.
0: Huh, for some comic book for reason. For some comic book reason. Right, of course. Um
1: and Pirate then Badly, Yeah, Badly there's Badly. Pirate Badly. Batman too. Pirate Batman. Pirate Batman's fun. That's, because he, that's he, that's he, this
0: seems to me like it's like rife for making figures. Oh, <laughs> oh
1: yeah. Yeah. Man, the figures for this the figures for this was
0: probably cooler great. than the book. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Yeah, that's that's that's
1: great. Um, He fights Blackbeard. Yeah, of course. Oh well, obviously. Who else is Pirate Batman gonna fight? Well, I mean, you know, well, that's true. Yeah, (laughs) but it's it's not, and it's weird too because (laughs) it's so good. Which 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 Uh, for for Pirate Batman? Yeah, Yeah, Pirate Pirate Batman is apparently a ghost to the pirate world. So everyone is very skeptical about Pirate Batman, but it's cool because when he goes through different points in time, he actually sees other things from the time period he's been so when he goes into pirate batman he meets the original like native americans that live on that land that are the bat clan that he started back in the stone age
0: that's crazy huh that sounds very grant morrison it is
1: very grant morrison all right
0: Um, it? does it have the weirdness it does there is
1: some like weird when he goes into the 20s he meets an occult that he becomes a flapper. <laughs> well, no, he's dating a flapper at that of point. Of course he is. But he meets an occult that is trying. I want to read this. To somehow become the Waynes for some reason, okay. and they're doing some like weird occult thing on the eclipse. And then there's some like weird Cthulhu Kraken looking monster Sweet. later on that I have no idea what the point of it was. Yeah, Alan Moore, cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and eventually he comes back and. Ends up stealing one of... And this is for people that have watching Legends of Tomorrow. Uh, he goes to the Vanishing Point, which is a point outside of time and space. Steals one of the Vanishing Point's robots and goes and destroys... And tries to destroy the world with it. And that was part of Darkseid's plan, apparently. For okay. some reason.
0: Yeah, because, you know, why not? Yeah, exactly. It, that's always part of Darkseid's plan. I think it happens. The Darkseid's like... Yeah, yeah, yeah I, was, I did that. Yeah. It's it's like when you're playing pool and you accidentally get the extra ball and you're like, "Did you mean to do that?" Yeah, of course. Of course. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Did course. you not see uh, the slap, slop shot? <laughs> yeah, no. I I clearly meant to, to do this. He also did what? Um that that uh, bunch of like Robin stuff? He did a whole bunch
1: it? of Robin stuff. Um Batman under the cowl is a collection cowl, of right. of single issues done by Grant Morrison and Jeff Johns. And kind of a whole bunch of others, really. So it's a
0: bunch of single issues that they did that are somehow
1: related. It was right at the time the return of Bruce Wayne was going on, they also had Battle for the Cowl as well. That whole thing was going on. And so this whole is all the different Robins as kind of the mantle of Batman. And can they fill that overall void that Batman has left at that point? Right. And what what
0: happens in there? Like it, uh, why, oh, so those are kind of older. Yeah. Oh, like, uh, well, I mean, I mean, nineties, nineties, early two thousands. I'm looking at the the art, and you can just sort of tell sometimes, you know. Do but, you think
2: um, we can get Grant Morrison and Alan Moore just to like have a just man. a just a just, just a talk? Just, just, just a, a I just want to hear them talk to each other. Yeah.
0: A, a three hour seminar. It'd oh, be great. Are they talking to us or are they just talking to each They're other? They're talking to each other. <laughs> We're not even there. Man, you know that would be the best. I you know... As They're going to create a new magic I, I wallet. Well, I mean, that's basically... Because Chaos Magic doesn't have any defined traditions. I, okay, I didn't know <laughs> anything about Chaos Magic until like two months ago. Like, But um, I, I ended up watching these Grant Morrison... Interviews right, and obviously. Like, well, I got to... This is amazing. Um, so, Chaos Magic doesn't have any defined tenets. It's not like, you know, a religion where there's a text and it's... Right. Like, Chaos Magic borrows... Not yet. Yeah, not yet. <laughs> Chaos Magic borrows from... It can borrow from anything, um, as long as it, it it's all about the power of belief. Right. Um, like, it's, it's the complete opposite of nihilism, which is the belief in nothing. Um, because they, Grant Morrison will say, believing in something is better than believing in nothing. Uh, and so that's sort of where chaos magic comes from. They take stuff from Buddhism. They take stuff from Christianity. They take stuff from, from everything. Yeah. Um, they sort of make their belief into a reality. And it's it's nutty. Yeah, um, and I can listen to him talk about it, oh, it all day. Yeah, because I um I watched that um, 45 minute YouTube video where he's standing at that podium with a little he's actually on it. right and he's it's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, this, it's fantastic. Um, but he's sort of it. It really. It, it's it's a lot of fun to listen to him talk about it. I mean, I, I understand he's not it, he's not meaning it as as a fun thing. Right, like, like he's he, very he's, it's, he's it's, serious it's for real about yeah. it. Yeah, and what he'll tell you. When he's talking about all this stuff, is just try it, just try it. Why not? So that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna, we're, gonna, we're gonna do it. Yeah, at some we'll, point, we'll do something. We'll yeah. make a sigil around. We'll see. Yeah, what we, happens. Do, we do something. Yeah, but um, so um, what else, Hyde? Can you tell me anything, um, anything else that you? When someone says, "I've read some Grant Morrison books," um, uh, I've heard about this Grant Morrison guy. It's like you get that with Alan Moore. Like I read Watchmen. What? Else, where can I go from here?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Leave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No. From hell.
1: Yeah, right. <laughs> um, I mean, obviously, New X-Men's a really great run. That actually... Oh, yeah, New X-Men.
0: That... Um, they just reprinted that omnibus, right? They, it's they?
1: in and out of print all the time, but it's... Okay. New X-Men is kind of a continuation, kind of soft reboot back when Marvel wasn't renumbering after every reboot. Right. Um, the good times. Yeah, the good times mm-hmm. when they actually let numberings happen. Um, I mean, it, I, that was everybody at that yeah. point.
0: I mean, I, I mean <sighs> Yeah, I mean DC. DC brought it back a little bit. Yeah, up like the classic numbering, but
1: but um, so with that, that actually takes place right after. That's like the Jim Lee '90s run. Sure. Um, so it picks up at I want to say 114 is where it starts off, and it just kind of continues that new X Men line. And they, it's they one switch. big omnibus. It is one big omnibus. I think he was writing it for, I want to say almost 150 issues, roughly.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's I mean It's a lot. It was a long run of Grant Morrison yeah, It
1: looks like a lot X-Men. of stuff. Yeah. Um. And that number may be completely off, but it, it's
0: it's. But either
1: way, it's a lot. Yeah. It's and,
0: whatever an omnibus is. <laughs> something yeah, along yeah. those lines. Yeah. Like At least fifty.
1: But it's kind of. I think it's some of the better X Men stuff. I really enjoyed it. It's kind because of, it really tied into Schism. It tied into the uh, Mutant Massacre. Um. Uh, there was another one that was Second Coming and the Messiah Complex. Right, 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 It had major impacts of that and then it kind of fell off when they started doing all the House of M weird That's stuff. Right, right, right. Um, I would also recommend Batman R.I.P.
0: What, what is that? Batman R.I.P. Because R. I never read uh, that either.
1: This one is, man, I don't know how to actually explain it. And I reread this today too just to kind of freshen up on it a little bit more and it once again deals with more occult kind of concept with the black glove society or yeah the black glove society that is a new lethal adversary for yeah um Wait, is it the black glove society the black glove society is what okay. they're called
0: so it's with oj oh, oh man wow that's a it's a little too soon. too soon okay yeah too soon <laughs>
1: Um, but we also get to see a different dimension of Batman in this book as well.
0: Different dimension Which in is what weird capacity?
1: So, we've all seen that kind of Batman figure that has a purple cape and a yellow suit. Right. That is called Batman Zurin R.
0: Yeah. <laughs> also known, what?
1: also no- known as Earth X
0: Batman. Oh, Earth. oh right. Earth X Batman.
1: Um... And there is an Earth-X-Robin, which is essentially Batmite.
0: Huh. Okay. It was Batmite. I was flipping through there. I was like, is that Batmite?
1: I yep. <laughs> love um, it. What I really, really like about Batman r Batmite. ...is the betrayal of the Joker.
0: Really? Okay, why? Because... I like d- the way he looks in there. I was flipping through it. I haven't read it, obviously, but... Um,
1: so if I want Jared Leto to act like any Joker,
0: okay, That's I want him to
1: be this Joker because this Joker's so psychotic enough that he doesn't feel the pain when he slits his own tongue to have a snake tongue.
2: Oh, oh, sweet. Well then, there you go.
1: And obviously if you look through it a little bit it there, kinda, there is some concept design that you kind of see a yeah, Jared kinda, Leto Joker. For into sure. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, once yeah, again, they kind of pulled a lot from a lot of different Chokers. Right, right, right. Um, but he, m- most of the time, he's shirtless, only wearing pants or a boxer or a coat. Yeah. Um, he doesn't have the tattoos, but he is a very violent. He is a very. He's not as show many as m- most of the Jokers have right. been in the past. Looks very aggressive. He's a very aggressive and very. Like, I'm just going to randomly shoot in this area, and if it hits someone, it hits someone. Right. It's just. Kind of Joker.
0: Sort of chaotic. Yeah.
1: He's very. um... um I think yeah. there's a point, if I remember correctly, he ends up actually getting a battering stuck in the middle of his head.
0: Okay. And rips it out and Come continues on. to fight Batman. Okay. Wow. Well all right. Well so what, what, what did what do we learn? <laughs> well Grant Grant Morrison's nuts. Yeah. Um he can write Batman. He works, he can write capes. He can write capes. He can, he can, write, can write animals. He can write strongmen.
1: He can write philosophy nut, nuttiness. He can write suicidal superhero teams?
0: A doom Man, you may, you may you really made me want to read some Doom Patrol. I love the Doom Patrol stuff. How much of it is good though? I I've mean, enjoyed the first
1: two volumes. I haven't gone back and read the third one yet, but I've enjoyed the first two because I know I think it's two, up to 2 is what they have right I now. I
2: mean, that's Jim's favorite book, isn't it?
1: Doom Patrol? It's one of his favorites, yeah. yeah.
2: Okay.
0: So, well, so if if someone comes up to you and says Recommend me one Grant Morrison book. What are you gonna hand them, Ron? Klaus,
2: Klaus, Klaus or Klaus. It's it's great. It's amazing. You should read that.
0: Is it and the trade's out? But we keep. Saying no, that. the no. trade is not out because the the, be the until, issue just uh, oh seven they, just yeah, 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 like a right. month
2: or two ago. Uh, three
0: probably uh, it three probably won't be out until
2: Christmas. Yeah, probably right around that. But look Funny forward that to that his uh, one shot Christmas special of Klaus. So there you go.
1: Okay. This is when he actually becomes Santa Claus.
2: I I would hope so. He kind of was. Does he
0: put the suit on?
2: But it was so early on, you can tell he wasn't eight. He's aging slower than everybody else. So like his wife died like early on, and it's
0: kind of
1: quick thing though. I I heard when this book was coming out that there was actually another plan for it to not be Santa Claus. Yes. And for it to be, he was going to write a Jesus Christ story.
0: (laughs) Oh right. I have d- I, heard that he right.
2: might still write it, but yeah. So that. That. Look, look I want to read to that. Look forward to that at some point. the Jesus story. Look, look forward to that at some point. That'd be something. To it's be gonna read. be great.
0: I'm um, sure. But um, what about you? Oh, oh mine mine would be flex Metallo. Flex Metallo. Uh, um, flex metalo, fabulous. Um, ha- again, it's the same thing that I like about the Alan Moore books. There's there's a lot of philosophy behind it, but unlike Alan Moore books. It is a short read. <laughs> yeah, uh, I
1: know. Really, there's like maybe like it's four issues, sixteen it's, pages of actual words yeah, in the entire mean,
0: book. It's not. There's not a ton of words. I mean, it's there's a lot of art. There's a lot of that kind of weird stuff. Right. That I'm pointing to Ron. Just you know, it's good. It's yeah. it's really good. Um, I'm probably going to let Ron borrow it because that's mine. Um, yeah, I'm going to have to read some of these books. At yeah. some, at
2: Flex Mentallo and
0: R.I.P. Yeah. seems cool and Return yeah. of Bruce Wayne team. sure. But cool, yeah, my, so. my, my Grant Morrison pick is Flex.
1: I'm kind of torn between Doom Patrol and Arkham Asylum. It's going to really depend on the reader at that point. Is yeah. Have you played the Arkham games? Yes. Do you like them? Here's Arkham Asylum. Because I think go? that's kind of...
0: Or do you want a long commitment? Oh yeah,
1: because Doom Patrol is a really long commitment Yeah, and it's a really weird commitment. And right. it's going to be one of those... Can you handle Alan Moore kind of things? <laughs>
0: it's because it's more than that. Yeah, it's more than that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's amazing. Well, he's great. I mean, that's great. Um, yeah, I need to. I need to. I need to go back and read some Doom Patrol. Is It's in. They it's have in thick trade? soft covers, Yeah. Because right. yeah. I don't. Want, I, as, as cool as omnibuses are, I can't read them. Like yeah, they're, well, they're, they're, you they're, need a podium. It's, yeah, I was like, I don't have a podium in my house. Oh, like, don't not, you? No, not, not yet. I mean, I haven't gotten there yet. One day. I mean, you're going to need it for Jerusalem. <laughs> Man, yeah, yeah. The new, the, on a side note, the new Alan Moore, well, I see the new, um, he has a novel that just came out called Jerusalem that's um, 1,263 pages. Uh, I haven't started to read it yet because I'm a little scared that I'll... Not be able to finish it, but um, I figured
1: you like sit in bed and read it and it like smashes your skull oh, no. in because oh. you get so tired from. it Oh no, I'm gonna read it on the Kindle. I bought the physical
0: <laughs> book. I bought the physical book to to have it to have the first edition, in case I meet him, I get him to sign it or something. Um Actually, no, I'd get him to sign my Watchmen number four if I met him. Oh, there you go. Um But uh no, I'm gonna read that on the Kindle. and that book. Yeah, and this. Yeah, it's this is like a doorstop and a it's, brick. You could it's insane. you could kill somebody with they this do, They, if you they want should to. literally
1: just call that hold the door.
0: Yeah, hold the door. But, um, Too soon. it's, uh, it's, I don't know. We'll talk about this another time because I'm not going to know anything about it for a while. Yes. So, um, but, uh, coming up, um, at the store, we do have some events coming up. Um, on October the 5th, we have two things. We have yes. the champions, champions number one, um, morning L- launch. Morning launch party. Morning yes. launch party. Uh, we're going to have, uh, food and soft drinks, yeah, I think. Yeah, morning lunch party? A L- launch. I L- heard. kind of lunch. lunch. I heard lunch. You always hear lunch hide. <laughs> um, and then. And that day, we're, we're going to have um, one and a half signings, which is Phil Hester is going to be at Clear Lake, Clear Lake. and West Yeah, yep. he'll be at um, Clear Lake from... I, L- I think the times are not set in stone yet. I think... I thought we just changed them again. Did, did they we, just change?
1: I thought it was like from one thirty to 3.30 uh, like, and then like 5 to 8. 5 to 8. Yeah, yeah, stay, I know that's yeah, I think it's some. It's I believe 5 here. to 8 is for sure. I think sure. the Clear Lake yeah.
0: time is a little up in the air, but stay tuned to Facebook. Uh, Phil Hester is going to be at both of our stores. Right. Um, signing and all that stuff um, there's his new book called shipwreck yes yeah um, and which also comes out that day I think right? yeah um, and then um, the following week after that October the 15th we have um, our ladies night at Westheimer mm-hmm. with the video chat uh, the Google uh, hangout with uh, Hope Larson and Amy Chu um, which, uh, we're gonna they'll have, be talking you
1: know, about their, their new projects and some of the stuff they've been working on between DC and Dark Horse and Marvel. Oh, as a side
0: note, Amy Chu is doing the art for the new Kiss book and it looks really oh, cool. Really? Yeah. <laughs> like, is she I, doing the art or is she writing? She's writing. Oh, the writing. Yeah, she's I'm a sorry, writer. I was I like, she's not I, doing I, art. No, no, I'm sorry. You're right. But, um, I, yeah, that's what I meant. Um, but the new Kiss book, and I normally hate the Kiss comics, but this one actually looks like it's going to be pretty cool. Um... Because the Kiss comics always end up in, like, they're like celestial superheroes, and they go, like... It's, gotcha. it, right, yeah, they're gotcha. bad. Um, but this one looks like it's going to be neat. Um, and Hope Larson of uh, Goldie Vance. Goldie and, Vance, and I believe uh, Batgirl. Batgirl, Batgirl and Legends of Korra? Yes. Yes.
1: yes. yes, 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 yes. And
0: so, I mean, and that's going to be fun. There's going to be uh, raffles, food, drinks, sales, a video chat with two big comic creators.
1: Speaking of sales, too. We do have that coming up.
0: Yes, at the at the end of the month, um, we have a four day Halloween sale. It is the yep. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. and Monday. Yes, Monday is Halloween. Yep. Yes, four days. So <laughs> it's gonna be awesome. Twenty eighth through the thirty first. Obviously, off Monday because I have to teach. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yes. Yeah, nice. yeah, sure. Um, sure. You're yeah, so you gonna be. four awesome.
0: day sale again, and it's if you've never been to a Bedrock City sale, they're crazy. It's half off back issues, excluding. High end mm, gold and silver. silver. Uh, we don't even have to say that. 40% really trade. Forty percent off trades. Forty percent off trades. That's the money right there. Twenty it's to great. twenty
1: to fifty percent off toys. 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 Yeah. Twenty twenty percent off back or uh, statues and right. hot toys. Right. Um.
0: And gaming. You know, it's a it's, miscellaneous right. here and yeah, there. Right? Everything is, but everything, everything's on sale. Everything, everything is, is, is minimum on Twenty percent off. Yep. Minimum, minimum
1: ten because we do ten on new issues.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. Fair enough. I mean, but the, yeah, that doesn't count. But um, yeah. So it's gonna be. October's a big month. Yeah, it's a a little intense.
1: October's starting to feel like May and I don't like that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, October October's gonna be fun though, but um So what day are we dressing? We yeah, have I to dress I'm, up on, 31st. on the, 31st. the thirty first. Well
1: I would assume
2: we do it Friday and then we do it kinda on, on, on the Monday. I think Monday. Monday
0: would be the day that like, oh,
1: come in costume and you get the extra days. No, so. no, no. no it's a,
0: no, it's, it's Monday is just a straight regular sale day. It's confirmed. We uh, double-checked that. Because a lot of Sunday. times, for, for people that don't know, we'll do the weekend sale, and then like a special, hey, Monday, in case you or missed it. You, or Thursday. You'll do Thursday. Thir- you'll pick well, one yeah. item or whatever. Right. Or if you come early. You know, we do like little secret sale ah. thing. But now it's just, nope, full day Monday. So it's a full four days. It's going to be. Okay. I think. It, I, okay. So we dress yeah. up on Friday. I, I, every day?
2: <laughs> yeah, sure. So, um, I'll be Doctor Strange you, every you, day.
0: I mean, it's you're just you're you're doing a closet. No, I am doing day. a co- closet. So like, you could in theory wear your Doctor Strange costume every day. I could. I'm I'm excited to see it. It sounds cool, dude. I do you know I what am, you're gonna do? Yeah? I am so excited.
1: He's doing. I we talked about this. We did. We did we, talk we, about. this we were this talking a about bit. doing street versions, and I I was like, I'll probably do like a street version Batman. Just get the hoodie and hoodie <laughs> <laughs> and, and a and a little some weird. little mask and some skinny jeans. I got my black converse. That's that's all you need. And actually, you know, get a little yellow belt that hangs. A little bit right, lower yeah. than it should.
2: Well, it's not bad. Yeah, you know, utility uh, bill, it'd be good. Yeah, that's good. I'm so excited for this. Yeah, I yeah. I don't know bad. what I'm gonna do yet. But say um, last
1: year I did rig- Rigby.
2: Did I do Rigby last year? I I worked no, at Shingleland last year. No, uh, I don't know. you did. I did some other Batman character yeah, or whatever. No,
0: I did when I was at Shingleland last year. I did a character from Welcome to Night Vale. And right, I, I did uh, John Peters. Yeah, you the, know, the, the farmer. farmer yeah, um, this year um, I know we need my, to watch. We need to know. listen to this. M- uh, my girlfriend yeah. is uh, dressing up as Snot Girl this year, so I think I'm going to do uh, Scott Pilgrim or something. A character, right. you know, t- two Brian Lee O'Malley characters. Right, because there's not really a cool male character to dress up as. You can't in do Snot Seconds. Up. I haven't read Seconds actually. Oh my god, it's good. It's great. Lost at Sea. I haven't read, read that. I've read one. Scott read Pilgrim as Snot Girl. That's <laughs> what I've read. <laughs> Um, but anyway... Is great. Um, and, am I missing any events? I think that's it for October, That's it right? for October. For <laughs> October. But uh, stay tuned because there's November and December stuff as well. And January. And January. But... Um, and also stay tuned to us uh, next month because we're going to have some exciting uh, news um, and uh, yeah. maybe some prize packs or prizes available. Sure. Uh, ah, yes. Ah, <laughs> well, <laughs> that's going to be not until October, but stay tuned for that. For Pay sure. Pay attention. So, Listen. Yes. So... We'll see. Make sure you listen. Listen carefully. Walk, don't run. Walk, don't run. Um, But anyway... um, Or run, whatever. Flex. (laughs) Or flex. Or flex your way into victory. But anyway, thank you all for joining us on this um, weird discussion of Grant Morrison. Um, Come in and talk to us about Grant Morrison, because he's he's super interesting to to talk about. Yeah, he's great. You can go all over the map with his books and sort of not get... Not talk in circles. Let us you know, know what
2: sigil magic you've done. Yeah, <laughs> tell us about the
0: sigil that you created. We'll show you ours. Oh man,
2: we, we it's just great!
1: Created, like a new generation of chaos
0: magicians. But right. honestly,
2: but, come talk to me about Klaus. I love it. But, I love it. And,
0: and for real, go look up those interviews where Grant Morrison talks They're about great. sigils. They're great. Even it's so, fancy. go it's look wor- up
2: the interview with the Killing Joke. The Killing Joke. That's yeah, amazing. I want, that's amazing. I want to watch that too. That's amazing.
0: But um, anyway, guys, thank you so much for for downloading us. We really appreciate your continued support. We just hit one thousand downloads. Woo! So that's. Uh, yeah That's fantastic. We really, we couldn't do it without everybody uh, downloading these. We really appreciate you guys so much. Yeah, y'all are lovely, um, lovely people. Yeah, we're going to go ahead and... uh,
2: Later, guys. This is Ron.
1: And this
0: is Hyde. And I'm Michael. We'll see you next time.